Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Anjanette Levy, and thanks for joining us here on Law and Crime for Sidebar. Welcome back. We are coming to you from Moscow, Idaho. This is where those four University of Idaho college students were senselessly murdered on November 13th. They were Kaylee Gonsalves, Maddie Mogan, Ethan Chapin, and Zana Kernodal. And now a man has been charged. His name is Brian Koberger. He was a 28-year-old Washington State University PhD candidate studying criminal justice and criminology. He is going to waive extradition and will be brought back to Moscow, Idaho to answer to those four first-degree murder charges and a felony burglary charge. So we thought we should talk a little bit about what the challenges are in apprehending somebody such as this and transporting them cross country. Joining me to do so is Art Roderick. He is a retired U.S. Marshal. He was also the Assistant Director of Investigations for the U.S. Marshal Service, which tracks down fugitives. Art, welcome to Sidebar. Thanks for coming on. I know that the U.S. Marshal Service wasn't involved in this particular arrest, but I was hoping you could offer us some insight into what it takes to track down somebody going cross country and conducting that surveillance. Yeah, I mean, basically, I think what what law enforcement did in this particular case is exactly what they're supposed to do. They didn't share a lot of information with the public. And I know it can be very frustrating for family members, for press and for the public to not know everything that's going on within, within the investigation. But I think in this particular case, it worked out very well where law enforcement held a lot of information back. And generally, having, having done this over almost 40 years, I can tell you that usually when you do press conferences and you're not sharing a lot of information with the public, then you've got something really good going on on the investigative side, which I think is exactly the case here. And to track somebody across the country, it's not like it used to be about 20, 25 years ago. It's fairly easy now uh, with computers, cell phone tracking devices that law enforcement has, uh, looking at social media, uh, figuring out cell phone drops, towers, what phones were connecting at a particular time, especially in the Moscow area. And I think once you put all that together, also with a lot of 
blood at the scene and DNA, mixed DNA that they're able to sort at this particular time. I think when you put all that together, that led them to this particular individual, which then led them to Pennsylvania, where they conducted some surveillance before they made the arrest. But it, it's not as difficult as it used to be with, with all the technology that we have. And not only that, but we have all these traffic cameras that are set up and toll booth cameras. And to go from Idaho all the way to Pennsylvania, you know, obviously he went to Hats had to have hit some tolls in some traffic cameras on the way, and they might have been able to follow him all the way across the country using that type of information. Of course, that's all very, very resource-driven. It takes a lot of time by uh, law enforcement to come up with that information. I would assume they would have put one of those GPS tracking devices uh, somewhere on his vehicle before he left. Uh, maybe they did that, maybe they didn't. But would they physically follow him or would they just use those other means in order to track him? Well, there, there's other means. I mean, anytime you use a, a tracking device on a vehicle, you always have to be worried that something's going to go wrong, it's going to fall off, the batteries are going to die. And if that's the only means you've got of tracking the vehicle, then you've completely lost your suspect. They can track them by cell phone. They can track them by the computer, by social media sites. So there's plenty of other ways to track individuals instead of just putting a bird dog or what we used to call a bird dog or a tracking device on the vehicle. They might have done that. I don't know. They really didn't have to in this day and age, but a lot of times having two or three ways of tracking an individual, especially an individual like this, is the way to go. There was some reporting that they conducted surveillance on him in Pennsylvania, maybe following him into grocery stores, things like that. Uh, talk to us about conducting surveillance. Yeah, I mean, all, all the law enforcement agencies uh, large police departments and all the Fed agencies, whether it's marshals, ATF, DEA, uh, FBI, all have surveillance units that's, that specifically do this for, for a living. I mean, that's what they do. They go out and surveil individuals and they're very good at what, they're do, at what they do. So for them to be surveilling this individual, they might have put, been putting the final, the final touches on their affidavits to get the arrest warrants and also to start looking at the extradition process of getting him from Pennsylvania back to uh, Moscow, Idaho. Art, the Monroe County District Attorney's Office said that they went in somewhere between 1.30 and 1.45 a.m. to get Brian Koberger out of his parents' house. That sounds like it could be pretty dangerous. Uh, any entry into a house is dangerous. I can't tell you how many U.S. Marshals have been lost over the years uh, doing entries into homes. And I think this was the key part, too. They had been conducting surveillance on this individual, so I think they had a pretty good idea of what his habits were, uh, maybe what time he, he, he went to bed. But I'm sure they conducted surveillance on the house, determined everybody had gone to sleep, lights went out, house was quiet. And then they made the entry. We used to do that all the time. The, the marshals arrest 100,000 fugitive felons every year. So they're pretty used to doing these types of uh, arrests, particularly very early in the morning when the individuals are sleeping, uh, so that they don't pose a threat to uh, law enforcement and other family members in the house. Art, I know the U.S. Marshals Service wasn't involved in this particular apprehension, uh, but talk to us about the challenge of then taking somebody from Pennsylvania across the country to Idaho and how that will likely happen. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yeah, well, the, the Marshal Service basically is in charge of uh, transportation of prisoners within the United States, and they do about 206,000 prisoner moves, both by aircraft. We have our own airlines, Justice Prisoner, Alien Transportation uh, Transportation System, or as people like to call it, Con Air. But the the uh, marshals have that authority, and they do it for the federal court system, but they also assist state and local entities out there based on a request to move prisoners across the country, and they do this every single day. And uh, they're very good at it, and they have the it's the only government-run airline in the country. And amazingly, even though it's government-run, it works very, very well. I can't imagine that they're going to drive him or put him on a commercial flight. I would see this happen happening on a private aircraft. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? No, they would this 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 individual is too high profile and a lot of the a lot of the state and local entities, the larger uh, law enforcement agencies out there usually have extradition units of their own uh, and they deal with either driving a prisoner from one location to the other or flying them commercially. I can't imagine they would fly this particular individual commercially both because of the security issue from the public, but but also he's such a high profile individual. I would think they would they would fly him back on a private plane, and the request might be into the marshal service already, considering his extradition hearing is coming up. And we would put him on a small aircraft by himself with three or four marshals or, or law enforcement, and and go ahead and and move him across the country just like that. Art, how quickly do you see them transporting Brian Koberger from Pennsylvania to Idaho? Uh, transportation of prisoners across the U.S. is done very quietly, secretively. Marshal Service or any other entity does not talk about transportation issues or security issues or when an individual is being moved. So it could happen very quickly or they might take some time and wait a little while. But I know you guys will be stationed uh, at the courthouse, at the jail, uh, probably over at the, uh, the police department also to try to get some information on when he's coming in. But um, that's something that's kept very close to the chest. So we're, you're not going to know until the vehicle or a convoy pulls in. And 
I, I can tell you in the past from the marshal service perspective, sometimes we send decoy convoys around so that so that we can ensure the security and safety of a particular individual being moved. Interesting. Well, you know us all too well. I think we'll be stationed out at the airport as well uh, over I'm in sure Pullman. I'm sure you will be, yes. <laughs> well, yes. Art Roderick, retired U.S. Marshal, former Assistant Director of Investigations for the U.S. Marshal Service, thank you so much for your time and your expertise and for joining us here on Sidebar. We hope you'll come back sometime. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Angela. And that's it for this edition of Law and Crime Sidebar Podcast. It is produced by Sam Goldberg and Logan Harris. Bobby Zoki is our YouTube manager. Kiara Bronson handles our social media. And Alyssa Fisher is our booking producer. You can listen to and download Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always watch it on Law and Crime's YouTube channel. I'm Anjanette Levy coming to you from Moscow, Idaho, and I'll see you next time.